Bonfires burning bright Pumpkin faces in the night I remember Halloween Dead cats hanging from poles Little dead around in droves I remember Halloween Brown leaf vertigo With skeleton life is known I remember Halloween this day Anything goes Burning bodies hanging from poles I remember Halloween Welcome to Without Your Head or Radio. I'm Neil. Mm-hmm. And I am John. And that would make me Troy. Right. You know, that's pretty good of you because it, you take out the you know, three hosts. We've already said Neil and John, so, you know, yeah. you got it pretty easy. The last guy to introduce yourself. Well, yeah, it kind of like takes my options away. Yeah. The power has been restored in the studios tonight. We're, oh, uh, man. We're alive and cracking tonight. I had man. myself... An expired steak by one day. I burned the crap out of it. I tried to eat it anyhow. It wasn't very good. I had two potatoes, and my fat ass is ready to roll. I'm rocking loaded, baby. You wouldn't make, like, a good um, zombie because you like your meat well done. Yeah, I'm actually a well done kind of guy. I don't, I don't. Uh, it was odd though, though today I actually had a strange thought while I was like trying to trying to open the meat because I didn't have a knife and I didn't want to like poke it, you know, with a knife because that would dirty it up again. Right. And it was like it was like because it looked a little like brownish a little bit from just being kind of old a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like while I was like scraping at it with my fingers, it was like man, I'm like a zombie like trying to break into this <laughs> package of meat. <laughs> it was like I was just like pride at it. It was like some primal instinct that just opened just up these things. open with your feet. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? It was like I actually had the notion like, well, why don't I just rip it open and just start eating the steak? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Cause I, right. You know. Yeah. You know, I'm a more civilized man. I had the, yeah. I had the hamburger helper tonight. Oh. <laughs> it's still a dead animal, no matter what you make of yeah. it. I mean, it is. Yeah. Okay. No matter oh, how macaroni. many like hamburger helpers you add to it or anything else, it's still there's still a dead animal in there. Right. Well, at least you hope so. Yeah. You I'm glad people just... don't like. There's not like a higher race or or a species than us that wants to like just kill us for like food and like right. become some strange like. Hamburger helper course. (laughs) Well, that is kind of the premise of uh, the time machine. Really? 
is that you know they, they go into the future and the uh, the Morlocks are actually growing the humans uh, you know the humans that stayed on the surface. Morlocks are actually the guys that went underground and, and you know and they're more advanced I guess uh, not really technically but I guess smarter and they grow the humans up up on top as uh, okay. food. Okay. Well, hmm. You know that's that's what someday could happen. What do you think about that, Troy? Um, I don't know. I I'd give it a shot. I'd try. Uh, you know, if a slab if of human grilling up like you know, like a, a human steak or something. I'd say, hey, medium rare, and I'll I'll give it a shot. A little A one on the side. Yeah, there was a show recently on HBO. Well, I think it was an older show, but I, I watched it recently, and it was about cannibalism. Mm-hmm. It was about real life cannibals, and there was one guy who's actually a celebrity now, I believe, in Japan. And uh, he killed and ate. You know, he spent like three days in uh, in the room in Paris when he was like uh, in college, and he killed and ate his girlfriend. Whoa. And he talks about this, and he's actually free, and he's like he's like kind of like a sea level celebrity over in Japan. He even like uh, goes to restaurants and uh, I don't critique restaurants. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Hmm. My goodness, that's like how. <laughs> One minute you think you're going to the jail, and next minute you're you're grading people's food, <laughs> right? Yeah. And and you're doing um some uh, I believe he even does like porn, like uh, not like hardcore porn, but man, that Japanese culture. Man, he's a man of many talents, I guess. Right. Now speaking of many talents, uh, tonight on the show we're gonna have Victoria Demare. Mm-hmm. She's in the werewolf. Uh, the werewolf in uh, a women's prison. A women's prison. Now th- that's a name that just jumps at you. I, I think it-, it grabs your attention right away. Mm-hmm. It grabs my something. Oh man! It pretty much like you have like the storyline like in the title, so you kind of know what right. to get yourself into. Right. Well, you hope so. You know, mm-hmm. and then if you watch it, you hope like it's not like a vampire and you know and um. In a teepee or something. Uh-huh. It could be kind of like, yeah, yeah, like you're saying, it could be kind of deceptive where it's like yeah. aliens versus predator where you expect to be on like a spaceship <laughs> mm-hmm. or something. Right. And mm-hmm. then they have it in like a freaking underground temple. Well, what, what I noticed right away about this when I watched the trailer earlier today, because the trailer up, I believe uh-huh. it's on YouTube and it's also over on, um, yeah. on MySpace TV. Well, let me ask you a question. Did it deliver werewolves and did it deliver... Women it did in indeed. Prison. It did indeed. I was. I'm going to ask her about this if I think uh-huh. you know because it, you you'll have to um you have to like satiate both uh, both audiences. You have to deliver your werewolves and you have to deliver your women in prison. But I, I there was well, something that jumped out at me right away was that was the two first tags. You know, you put tags uh-huh. in there like keywords when you're doing the search, and the first two were, were the two things that uh, El Santo and Troy here have talked about on the show: blood and boobs. You don't get much better than that. I don't mm. think so. Hmm. I so was this just movie thinking. has both? Yes. Oh. Okay, okay. Sounds like my type of film. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking, though, because, you know, Martha Stewart, she just got out of prison. I was thinking they should have, like, a uh, Martha Stewart character in this movie. Ah, now, that, now you're like, thinking. She can make all these little papier-mâché type of things and... And then the werewolf just breaks into her shell, uh, cell and just tears them all up. Yeah, and everybody would cheer because everyone hates Martha Stewart. Yes. She'd be fast. 
Yeah, or maybe she could be the werewolf. That'd be a good twist. Mm-hmm. We'll have to we'll have to ask uh, Victoria when we have her here when okay. we have her on here. Okay. Well, right about five minutes. I'm about to call in. It's uh, 508-644-8503. Mm-hmm. Right. Is there anything? The uh, DVD for the, the the movie is actually going to be available September fourth. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, straight to DVD, and it's being put out by uh, Under the Under Bed the, Films. Yeah, Under the Bed oh. Films, which. They put out a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, they they say it right there. I'm not trying to to pick on them. They they call them B movies. Are they and, a new company? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been around for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so everybody wants to check that out. Yeah, you probably buy that. Uh, I believe you can get them on Amazon. You get them anywhere. I'll do that. Yes. Yeah. Anything on the horizon? I know one of our uh, regular uh, fans. Uh, you Adam in the UK. He's actually right now at the fan, the Fright Fest, which is in uh, England. No, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was he going to meet there? What, 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 who's, did he sound like he was jacked and primed to meet somebody at the fan? Yeah, fest? He, he definitely was, and he's all, he's also there wearing his without your head shirt and his without your head hat. Oh man, it doesn't song. get any better than that. Does it? I don't yeah. think so. He actually won tickets. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be happy to tell that I say it on here, but he won uh, tickets to see Hatchet. That's, That's like awesome. a special showing of Hatchet. Awesome. A special screening. And Adam Green's going to be there, right? Yep, Adam Green. That's I can't awesome. wait to see Kane Hodder on the big screen once again, killing mm. and destroying people. Destroying okay. lives as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like, I can't wait to see a horror movie where, like, the serial killer goes and, like, or just the mass murderer or whatever he is, he goes and kills them, and then you know, like it shows the family being destroyed from it afterwards. And the downward spiral. <laughs> that really gets my rocks off. Not really. We know, we know what excites a John over here. <laughs> huh. I'll tell you, though, there's, there's good things. There's good things on the horizon. It's a good time to be a horror fan. Because mm-hmm. we got some Halloween coming up next week. Right. Which, oh, you definitely. can't go anywhere online and not see ads for Halloween. That's oh, for sure. True. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm pretty ready for some Halloween, though. I'm I'm really interested in the uh, in what, seeing this film. I uh, know uh, Rob Zombie was on Howard Stern the other week, and uh, you know we had Cherry Moon on uh, also last week. Right. And uh, I don't know. It, it just sounded pretty interesting because Howard's actually seen the film, and he was. Going through how like the first hour is basically focusing more on the child, more so than the. Uh, mm-hmm. than how the long Michael is Myers the movie? I, I'd have I'm to think it's, it's probably close to two hours. Right. I mean, maybe, but I don't know for sure. I'm sure you can find out by going to IMDb. But yeah. I'm thinking like if the first hour is devoted to the kid, I mean, you know, they gotta have some of the Michael Myers stuff. So I, I'll yeah. be honest. Uh, sometimes when they change like like a story of a movie, I'm the, I'm kind of like. Eh, I don't think they should really do that. But I think this is a good idea because it's gonna makes it makes it different from the original. And I think it's something that uh that's inter I think it's you know an interesting take on something you don't really see in the movie, in the original movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I think it's something you know people would want to see. All if right. it's, you know, if it's done well, of course. Oh yeah. Uh you know, also coming up uh in the end of September, we're gonna have uh Tom to- Towels from um Who's also it, in there? I believe it's Tolls, but you Tolls. But if that's not correct, I'm sure someone right. will correct it. Tom Tolls. We'll call him Tom Tolls. I believe it's Tolls. Yeah. But he's been he's been a lot of stuff. Everybody would uh you'll recognize him when you see him. He's been in uh, Otis and Henry's portrait of a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Cooper, he was Cooper and, the, and 
the remake of Night of the Living Dead, directed by Tom Sweeney. Mm-hmm. He was uh, Lieutenant Wydell in House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's been all over. Yeah, he's been in Grindhouse, and he's in Halloween 2007. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm pretty psyched about having him on. Oh, definitely. Yep. And uh, he's also going to appear at the Rock and Shock convention, which uh, Troy and I may be attending. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I tell you, the Rock and Shock convention, it seems to be like the quintessential horror convention that you could go to in the United States. I think it's probably... Mm-hmm. It, like when I take a look at their guest lineup, it always looks like uh, one of the uh, top ones. I mean, oh, I definitely yeah, like to check it out. I think Alex Vincent from uh, the Child Play films. Yeah, and I mean, where you never see him anyplace. Mm-hmm. No, <clears throat> that be you know, that's a really cool guy because um, you know those are definitely like um, you know like an iconic uh, ho- a horror uh, oh, yeah. horror person, Chucky. No. Uh-huh. And they they you don't really all over the place. They have some old people, some newer people. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah, they have bands, know. which yep. that's why mm-hmm. it's a rock and shock. Roddy Piper, it, one of my favorites. Yeah, Roddy, Roddy Piper, who's in uh, Sinjin Smith, and of course from the uh, the classic They Live. Oh yes, yes. And uh, oh, I was one ounce before we go to break here that uh, one of my favorite movies has actually been put out on a DVD, and that is The Dark Backward. Which, uh, anyone's ever seen this movie? It's totally bizarre. It's about a man who grows a third arm and then becomes a stand-up comic. That was never on DVD, huh? Uh, I don't believe so. I have an old VHS copy that I bought used at, uh, at the video store, and now it's coming on DVD, and I'm psyched. Excellent. All right. Well, I want everybody to watch out for the tracks in the uh, break here because they're actually tracks from the motion picture Coven. Yes. I said it right, right? Yes. Coven. Right. Not, not Which, Coven. No, not Coven. It, it's pronounced Coven. Because <laughs> Coven, that sounds like oven. And that, that sounds, sounds like oven, exactly. <laughs> well, anyhow, everybody uh, check these out, and uh, we'll be right back. This is Bill Johnson, and you're listening to WithoutYourHead.com. Feed your head.
It's alright, it's okay. There's something to live for. Jesus told me so. This group has been my family, my brothers and my sisters. Bless you all. Thank God for this group. joined by Victoria DeMare. Welcome to uh, Without Your Head. Uh, thank you. How's it going? It's very well. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Good. We're all doing pretty good. Oh, good. You let everybody know that you got the Werewolf in a Women's Prison coming out. It's going to come out on DVD September 4th. That's correct, yes. By Under the Bed of Films. Uh, available nationwide. Yeah, that's definitely a name that jumps out at you. <laughs> yes. The title in and of itself, it's a must-rent for sure. Yeah, I think the name sells it. <laughs> Good. What did you think when you saw the name, like, you know, for the uh, the script? Did you think they would they would keep going with that title? Uh, yeah, definitely. It was co-written by Vincent Blanchio and Jeff Leroy, who also directed it. And um, when I was emailed the script, I thought this. I thought it was perfect, and uh, I, I would have been against any changes in the title. I, I was pretty sure they were going to go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it as fun to make as it, uh, as it looks and sounds? I'm, I'm sorry. Say again, is it as... Was it as fun to make? Oh, my God. It, uh, very fun. I had the most fun working on this film than any other film I participated in. Mm-hmm. And any funny stories from the set? Um, so many. Say on there. <laughs> I was I was a little tortured by the rats, uh, which which are a really interesting component in the prison. Um, I I am technically very fearful of, of rats, and they were right. fine, you know, rats, healthy rats. But. Okay, they, they they brought them on the set. They weren't just there. Oh yeah, no they <laughs> they were <laughs> they were purchased for the production, and um, yeah. Okay, I was wondering, like, where did they film this? Is this sound like an abandoned warehouse? <laughs> well, it's in no. the prison. Come on. <laughs> they're, they're real Petco rats. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was, I'm a little fearful of, of rats. I didn't want to any of them to hurt me. I didn't want to hurt any of them. Right. Um, so I was, I was, I was very stressed. Um, there's a bit of method acting there and no scenes, but uh, it was a little difficult because I was really very frightened. <laughs> and no rats were hurt in the production of the film? No rats were hurt in any way, shape, or form. Right. They, had, they had their own room and holding tank and everything. 
Oh, have dressing you... room for the rats. I like that. <laughs> I class. Have you always is a uh, horror movie something you always wanted to do? Yes. Yeah, horror films were always my my favorite genre as a kid, and and still are. Um, I guess I love to be scared, and I'm still scared when, when I'm watching a horror feature, even though I'm, I'm pretty sure how most of it is being done or trying to figure out how they did that and this and that. But um, yeah, horror horror has always been my my favorite genre. It's, it's wonderful to have been a child and watching the girls screaming and running around in the woods, and that <laughs> has become me. <laughs> What was it like then the first time you heard someone uh like a refer to you as a scream queen? Um, in an interview, um, last year, uh I was referred to as such and uh I I was thrilled. I'm like, Wow, what a milestone. <laughs> 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 what an accomplishment. Wow, I'm on the list of such uh esteemed women in the horror genre. All right. You can you put it right into your um your website, which is screamqueendemare.com. Uh, yes, com. yes. Okay, did I did I mispronounce the name? Um, yes, but that's okay. People pronounce it um, Demare, Demare, Demar. Um, it, it's actually pronounced Demar, but Demare. Demar. Uh, I, I do that quite often, but uh, I usually ask the person before we introduce them. That's okay. I, I've, I've made many mistakes in pronunciation of names. Right. Uh, we talked about this beforehand. Do you think the film will... Um, Make both werewolf and women in prison aficionados happy. Oh, absolutely, um, definitely. It, it, it is a werewolf movie, and and the fact that it the story evolves in a woman's prison um, is is really hilarious. I don't think they've quite ever been combined in any way, yet alone this way. So, uh, fans of both genres will be completely satisfied. Mm-hmm. Well, it's about damn time. That's all I. Have. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I agree, and you're not the only one that has commented, so I agree. <laughs> well, you were a horror movie fan. Were you a women in prison uh, movie fan? Um, I, I have never actually seen a a a women's or woman's prison mm-hmm. uh, film. Of course, I knew of them. Uh, werewolf movies for sure. Yeah. But um, and, and the fact that my character turned into the werewolf and was taking everybody out was was you know the that's so, hard. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not really a scream queen in the movie, then. You're the, you're the villain. I'm the villain. I'm the villain. I play the villain a lot. Um, I've been possessed as a demon witch by Julie Strain in a film and took everybody out in that, too. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I love the dichotomy of playing the innocent American girl that turns in, in World in a Women's Prison that turns into the fierce creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she's battling with that and doesn't really quite know what the heck's going on, but, uh, that, that was thrilling. Is that more fun to play, uh, to play the villain? For me, it is. For me, it is. I, I like, um, I like playing the good girl turned bad. Um, the, the, the villain for me is, is definitely more fun. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's not enough, uh, women, uh, you know, the villains in mo- horror movies? Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. The, the women are usually the victims, which is, which is fine. And, and that's, that component works um, for certainly many of the, the horror films, but it, it's fun to see the woman be, um, be be the killer, be the villain, be the bad guy, be the monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long did it uh, take to put the makeup on? Um, well, we did some of the effects uh, shots in sequences of her transformation. The 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 actual. Um, Werewolf in was was an actor, uh, a, a stunt actor in, in a suit, running around. So 
I didn't actually get to to get into get into the suit. Right. It, was, it was a nine foot uh, full on costume. Uh, wow. So yeah, so there were there was a a brilliant stuntman um, in in the suit running around taking care of of the mayhem. Mm-hmm. You think that made the werewolf uh, scarier since it was uh, someone bigger? Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm very petite, so uh, right. so yeah, that that was awesome. You mean you're not nine feet tall? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. <laughs> That's just a couple inches taller than me. <laughs> you got a question from the board, John? Uh, actually, I had a question. Was there any like specials on the DVD that you participated in? Oh yeah, there there are many uh, special features on the DVD. Um, there there's a commentary with the director Jeff Leroy, the co-producer, co-writer, and co-star Vincent Blanchot and myself, okay. um, which was a blast to do. Um, and there are, there are many special features of outtakes and, and special footage and an and interview with me. Awesome. Uh, we had another question from the message board. Uh, what? Uh, Gary Mouther, the person who asked it, he wanted. He was wondering if you're going to stay with the uh, horror genre. Um, yes, I continue. I I suppose I will continue to do as many horror movies throughout my career as possible. <laughs> um, however, I'm not limited to that that mm-hmm. genre in and of itself. It is my favorite. But um, I've I've performed in many comedies, uh, dramas, sci-fi, thriller. Um, all, all, all genres. It really depends on the script and the story and, and where the character I might be interested in gets into the story. I love period piece dramas and epics and, and all of them. I love stories, I guess. But, um, but horror, uh, is, has, has always been my favorite and it'll always have a special place in my, my repertoire, my heart, and my career. You actually have a lot of movies coming out. You got like, uh, I believe like 10 movies? I do. I actually have 13 releases 13. coming out. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, which is the, all coming out kind of kind of at once and in little spurts um, over approximately the, the next year. So um, that's really exciting. Yeah, you're like the Samuel L. Jackson of uh, Scream Queens. Oh, no. thank you. What an honor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do Do you think that's important to uh, you know stay busy? Um, absolutely. Um, my 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 career is my life, and um, I, I I love to work. Um, and work as much as possible, um, just propelling myself into different experiences, working with different people, and uh, working on different projects. Um, the more experiences, the better. So, yeah, I I, uh, I I I go into a post-production depression when when my part is done and and it's in the hands of the the masters and the editors and in, in post. So, yeah, I, I'm frantically looking for uh, what um, what I'll be engaged in next. Mm-hmm. Is it is it more depressing? You know, if you you put time into something and it isn't released. Um, yes, yeah, very discouraging. Approximately eight or nine films in in my career were uh, not finished or um, were not uh, picked up and distributed either in, in any market, whether it be foreign or, or domestic. So, yeah, that's discouraging because you want to see it actually uh, see the light of day, and mm-hmm. that, that can be upsetting. Um, it, you certainly can't predict that, though. But um, I, uh, I I give my all in each production, and so it, I, I definitely go through a a morning when when my when it's when the performance part is over, the fun part's over. Mm-hmm. I always think, you know, a really important part of any werewolf movie is the transformation. Yeah. And I they show it in, in the uh in the trailer. 
Yes. And I thought it was really impressive. It's uh, really unique. Yes, it is. It is. Um, a lot of the effects were done um, mostly by, by Jeff Leroy and, and Vincent Blanchio, just the two of them, um, uh, with some assistance from a filmmaker named John Machago um, of Blood Gnome and the upcoming Magus being released uh, this year. So, um, yeah, I, I'm amazed at their, their, their talent and their skill with the resources that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you think it, um, how have people reacted to it? Oh my goodness, it's, it's been a wonderful reaction. They've all been good reviews. There's been a, a serious and honest interest in, in seeing it. And, um, uh, it, 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 the reception has been overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. Now, you've worked, this is the second time you've worked with the director? Yes, this is my, my second time working with, uh, the Jeff Leroy. Speaker, uh, yeah, Nick Malillo and Jeff Leroy. Um, I've worked with Vincent Blanchio in six other films. I believe we're working on our sixth now. So I, I um, worked with him quite a bit as well. So, yeah, I, lo- I, uh, I love working with them. I have a lot of respect and admiration for what they do. And uh, they, as from being my colleagues, they become my friends. And it's really mm-hmm. fun to work with your friends. Did you find, like, that you have a good chemistry together? Very good, yes. Mm-hmm. I also, you know, also think from the trailer notice was, I guess it was like a zombie character. Um, yeah, yes. Uh, Jack, played by Vincent Blanchio, is, is Sarah, my character's boyfriend, and he, um, is bitten and, and killed by the werewolf, but it's coming back to me in, in, uh, the night and stuff telling me what, what I need to do, and he's decomposing, because of, mm-hmm. of course he's dead, he's stuck in between worlds. And the, the makeup and the effects for that I, I thought were awesome. I was wondering if that's kind of an homage to, uh, American Werewolf in London. Yes, it is. Definitely. That's one of my favorites. Yes, mine's off. I guess this one uh, has a lot of comedy in it, so it's, oh, yes. uh, just like that. It's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> I guess you really could make a, you know, werewolf in a woman's prison and be a, you know, a, a drama. Exactly. I mean, we were all taking it with a grain of salt and and giving it what is what exactly uh, it needed, not knowing exactly what, what we were making and what we had to make it with the whole time. Right. <laughs> Um, since you are the, you know, they're billing you as a scream queen, have you ever hurt your throat, uh, screaming? Um, no, no, I have not. Um, I, I have quite a full-bodied scream, and, uh, I've, I've also been trained vocally, which some people think is very funny, and that I, I try and use my diaphragm and the techniques of vocal training. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, it really works. Um, hmm. I, I mean, certainly sometimes your, your voice starts to become hoarse and stuff like that, but if you, if, honestly, if you place it in, in the right, places uh, when you're when you're screaming uh you, you can really save yourself from any damage right well that's always something you could uh do sometime in the future is uh teach people how to scream <laughs> yes yes i guess i'm not screaming all like too too long or anything there are different screams and different moments different takes different setups so you, you do have a breather right uh on screamqueendamar.com I know you see you um, actually give free autographs like on merchandise if they buy it. Um, yes, I I, um, I I don't actually autograph the the merchandise that that they might actually be interested in purchasing. Right. However, I can, but um, autographs are free in that I I I get a you like uh, include one with something they buy. Well, yeah, I get a decent amount of, of fan mail and people requesting if they could please have a, a photo to add to their collection, and and I, I send those out free. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, the excellent. merchandise is is uh is on sale, of course. I, I can autograph that as well. But if, if someone just requesting a 
promotional photo, a, a just basically a promotional photo to a, add to their collection, and it's not a pinup print or calendar or something like that. I, I've I've been happy to to sign those and send them for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be like the um, the top selling thing? Um, the pinup pictures, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think John probably has a few of those in his room. <laughs> oh man, you're out in me. <laughs> and and the t-shirts actually, um, they're. You know, I like the t-shirts. I like the uh, the artwork on those. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they they've been uh, a decent amount of sales in those. Yeah. I don't know if you caught it or not, but there's actually a uh, a caricature of up on up on our side of you. I did. I loved it. <laughs> that was drawn by uh, Troy over here. Oh, Troy, I'm extremely impressed. <laughs> I always like to ask ask people on air about them. One person, like, uh, hated it, but uh, everybody else is pretty cool. Yeah, I got oh. a fragile ego. I'm glad you like it. You know, <laughs> When somebody doesn't like it, that just crushes me. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was fierce and very well done and very exciting. Very, uh, It made me want to listen to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I also read oh, the... Awesome. There you go on. What are you saying? Oh, I was oh, just saying you're most welcome, yeah. Oh, okay. I also read that you um, you have ballet and uh, dancing training. Yes. Has any of that helped you in uh, in any of the movies at any time? Um, they have. They have. Um, there was quite a bit of physicality in my character in Werewolf, wherein I was beating everybody up and, and I'm escaping and running and such like that. So um, that kind of activity cer- certainly helps um, to know to know how to move for sure. Yeah, I've I've danced in a few films, which has been a, a very useful skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you keep any props from uh from Werewolf in a Woman's Prison? Um, I kept the teeth. I kept the teeth as I was uh as I was transforming, uh, showing my fangs, running around out in, in the desert and such. Um, I kept those, but uh, I was going to keep the some of the wardrobe, but it but it became so destroyed and bloodied and stuff that I I, I didn't. Put. <laughs> right. The teeth I kept. Yeah. Uh, have you have you kept anything from any of uh, other movies you did? Yeah, you know, little uh, little keepsakes, little things from from the wardrobe or props and such like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you collect anything before you were an actress? Um, no, no, I did not. Oh, okay. Have you been to any um like um any uh fan fest or anything like that? Um, I've been to the Fangoria Horror Magazine convention twice in Burbank, California this year and last year mm-hmm. where I was asked to attend to promote films. Um but I haven't I've have not attended it as a as a fan. Yeah, just um, as a guest. Yeah, just, just just as a guest and, and a promoter for, mm-hmm. for the material. I was wondering if anybody's ever asked you to sign anything uh, you know, kind of crazy. Oh no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's until we go. <laughs> I know you have a Thomas Wolf uh, quote up on your website. I just wonder, yeah. yeah, I wonder why that was uh, important to you. Um, I think that's a very profound speech um, that I very much believe in. Um, it, it, that speech in general um, holds a special place for me. Um, I I've read that in an introduction to some other books. Um, memoirs of uh, screen legends and such. So I thought that I thought that was very profound, and I completely believe in that. Cool. Uh, here in our chat room, Ryan Voorhees, he wants to know if you've used the piece since then, perhaps for pranks. 
Have I used it, Pete? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I have not. No, I, I, they're so fragile. I don't want to lose them. So right. I just, I keep them in a special place. <laughs> Maybe for uh, trick or treaters this coming Halloween. It's a possibility. Yeah. It's a possibility. I uh, also want to know. Pete, the delivery guy, you know, things like that. <laughs> That would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> I'm going to throw it to the movie uh, Delivery, if no one's ever seen that. Speaking of pizza delivery, man. <laughs> Rebecca's not in that. But, uh, Victoria's not in that, but uh, it's a good movie. I don't know where I got the name from. Anyway, uh, someone else in the chat wants to know what your favorite horror movie was growing up. Oh, God. Um, well, my favorite other... I, I have a few. Um I would say um, the, the one that w- scared me, I guess, the most was Pet Cemetery, Stephen King's Pet, Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, wonderful book, um, great film. I was petrified that woman in the attic garden. Oh yeah. Life. <laughs> the sister. Yeah, that one spooks me out. Yeah, <laughs> they still does so, today. But yeah, yeah so I, I, I would say that. And then um, looking back on some of the classics. Um, Friday the 13th uh, films and all the Halloween films. I, I'm a fan of all of those. Um, when you did the movie uh, Slaughterhouse Studios, I guess it was um, produced by Roger Corman. Yes. Did you work with uh, Roger Corman at all on it, you know, like in person? I, I didn't. I didn't. Yes, I've met him and been with him on the set in person, but I, I have not. Um, I've not worked with him in, in that way. Brian Katkin was the director of that production. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so yeah, I have not um I've not worked one on one. Yeah. Was it still like special to be in a movie that was produced by Roger Corman? Oh, I was so thrilled with that job. I I I, I made it. This is it. I'm in a Corman film that that's the end all be all. Um I, I was thrilled, yeah. I'm very proud of that credit. Uh here in the chat room, uh Santa Muerto, he wants to know, um was the werewolf movie the most bloody movie that you made? Um, it, it, it was one of the two, I, I would say, Zero Blood from the Sand, um, that I co-starred in with Julie Strain, Vincent Blanchio, and, and Julie's sister, Lizzie Strain, actually, was, was quite bloody. I was ripping off limbs and ripping off heads and <laughs> piercing brains with drumsticks and such, and that, that was quite bloody, but um, I would say those two. It's a typical weekend for a John. Yeah. <laughs> that was quite fun, actually. You can pick that one up on DVD, I believe. <laughs> um, Zero Book from the Sims, yes, it's available on DVD. You can order it directly off its site. Well, yeah. Well, well, do you know the website? Uh, ZeroTheMovie.com. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, do you got a question, John? Uh, Gibbery Mouthery actually has another question. He wants to know, is it more fun to play the damsel in distress or the murderer, killer, monster in a movie? It's much more fun for me to play the monster, the killer, the, the bad guy, for sure. Excellent. For sure. There seems to be so much more going on in the mind of someone that's experiencing that. The damsel in distress is exactly what she is. She's distressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but the monster, the killer, has, has many different emotions and motives. How important do you think uh, like horror is to uh, um, a horror movie? How, how important I think gore is? Yeah. Um, I think it's an essential component. I think the the cult fans and followers um, are, are looking for that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's essential. Everybody, everybody know it's the movie is, I think we said a bunch of times, but it's uh, Werewolf in a Woman's Prison. 
It comes out September 4th on DVD by Under the Bed Films. Uh, anything you want to tell the fans up there why they should pick it up? Um, it'll be the one of the best movies of this year that you'll have seen, and it'll be one of the best horror movies ever made. Oh, man. <laughs> and you're gonna, you're gonna check, everybody's going to check out the trailer. I think once, if you see, if the name alone doesn't make you want to buy it, I think once you see the trailer, you'll be, you'll be hooked. I'm sold. I'll buy one. Oh, thank you. It, it's very entertaining. Let's just say to the fans, you, you won't be disappointed. Um, it's a must-see, and, and for, for what it is, and, and it's, in its genre and low budget and B, I, I, I think it will quickly become a cult classic. Uh, you don't take that as an insult if someone says, like, a movie that you're in is a B movie. Oh no, no! I, my my career has has been predominantly in the bees, and I'm I'm fine with that. I I look to progress in my profession, like like everyone looks to progress. But um, I've I've had a career in it, and I'm I feel quite proud of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're starring in a movie with C. Thomas Howell, I guess, coming out. Soon. Yes. The Stolen Moments of September. Correct. Yeah. What was it like to work with him? Oh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, he's very gifted, a uh, very nice person, um, very serious, very focused on set. And, um, we had a horrific scene, uh, together, which, which was amazing. Um, it, it was wonderful. I, I was very, uh, happy that he was a part of that production when I got to work with him. Mm-hmm. I also read that you, um, I guess you're on a TV show that's in Spanish. A death control, yes. On um, NBC Telemundo, I am the best control dancer. Is it harder to um, to work? In, I know you're bilingual, but is it harder to work to uh, act in Spanish? Um, it is. I don't have uh, dialogue on on the show as I'm just a, a performer and a dancer. Um, but but it is. It's 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 completely different. I'm, I work predominantly um, all in English, but I I have worked in Spanish uh, a little bit. Okay. You want to? Uh, I guess we can. We should get a liner from you in Spanish, maybe. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> you you want a one liner from me in Spanish? Yeah, well, we'll actually a liner for the website. Oh, for the website. Yeah, be a, without your head. <laughs> I always like to put all the guests right on the spot here, live on the show. <laughs> um, with, uh, oh, how you how you say without your head? Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, you would say um. Uh, no, it's back to ah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Werewolf in a Woman's Prison, September 4th, DVD by Under the Bed Films. Everybody go check it out. We want to thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Can we, can we keep here for one second? Sure. This is Betsy Palmer, and I'm not sorry that I lost my head. It's been worth every moment of it. Well, well, look who's here. We knew you couldn't breathe this, Doc. I'm all right, man. Have a seat over here. Yeah, we knew right. it uh, couldn't be an easy decision to make, but there's always room for forgiveness. Mikey, did you miss us? How has life been treating you? I'd have to say pretty strangely. <laughs>
Excellent, excellent. I want to thank Victoria Demar, which I think we're going to edit, so so I say it properly. <laughs> oh man, if, if if we're editing that together, then I'm having you to edit it. <laughs> Sending you it over to you, and you're going to have to take the scissors to it. I, I will. I will say uh, last week because I actually did this because you know J- John had some computer problems. I thought, well, I'm gonna be the nice guy. And I'm gonna I'm gonna edit the show together so he doesn't have to because I know he's probably not in the best mood because he lost power and everything. And I actually had the show all together. And I was about to uh, upload onto the stream, and uh, and uh, John sent over to me to uh, upload. Here, had already done. <laughs> <laughs> Beat you to it. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was really cool though. Yeah, I forgot to mention her on on the show when we had her on, but um, uh, Michelle had uh, sent us an email that she was going to be listening tonight because she was also in the movie. She was one. She's one of the prisoners in uh, Werewolf in a Women's Prison. Excellent, excellent. So, I did bring her up to to Victoria off the air. And she knew who she was, and she was hoping she'd call in, but I guess she couldn't make it. Hmm. Uh, Victoria seemed very, very cool. I liked her. Oh yeah, she's really cool. I, I, I got to check that movie out. Yeah. I did. I did watch the trailer, and I, it's got me hooked. I got to check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you paid attention during the break, we had another Coven track playing. Yeah. During, yeah. Drink the from the hell. Excellent. The survey knows that the Coven. It's actually uh, it's a short film that Mark uh, Borchardt is uh, making in the movie American Movie. We'll have mm-hmm. him on next week. Exactly. Right. And uh, everybody, to it. Yeah, everybody go check out covenenigma.com. That's C-O-V-E-N-I-G-M-A dot com. Pick yourself up a DVD. Alrighty. I believe it's time. It's been a long time since we've done it. We're getting a call and the call ended. Yes. <laughs> but it's been a long time since we've done it. And that's the Q&A cauldron. Right. Anybody else wants to call in, it's uh, 508-644-8503. And when you call in, uh, don't just hang up. Actually, uh, stay on the line and we'll talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. All right. Some people forget that part. They just call in. Yeah, they don't realize that you have to talk. Uh You call someone? Yes. All right. Yeah, the Q&A cauldron, which we still do not have a sound effect for. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, there's there's your sound effect. You like that? You sticking like that in that. your throat? Like yeah. This person tried to call in again, and they hung up. <laughs> right. Maybe there's some they phone issues. We might have some phone issues. That's very possible. Anyway, uh, Banshee wants to know, what is an inappropriate costume for a horror character? Ooh. Oh, man. An inappropriate costume for, like, a horror character. I don't know. I think you... I think you have to go with like a uh, Jesus Christ. That would be very in- inappropriate. To me. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the only it. thing I can think of. <laughs> Anything other than that, I'm fine with. So. A killer Jesus Christ with like a sharpened uh, cross. Something like that. That that that's where I'd probably draw the line and never want to promote that movie whatsoever. Uh, we the third time's a charm. We've got a caller here. Get back here! Oh man, it was well worth the wait. It always is. Right. <laughs> I'm well, Dan, let me tell you, I'm doing great. Hey, you got to keep this going. All right. Making more sexy women <laughs> to be interviewed. <laughs> you have a sexy you, voice. You With that, Santo, didn't she have a sexy voice? Oh, she sure did. Yeah. 
especially what you say in, in no cabeza. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that kind of moved me, too. Oh, yeah. I yeah. did that just for Santo. I knew if I, if I got her to speak a little Spanish on the show, that would do it for me. <laughs> hey, you can stand the next Santo Loco movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think Victoria's starting those kind of movies, Santo. My, my inappropriate costume is a Tigger costume. Tigger I don't want. Costume. I don't want my cost. I don't want my killer running around in a Tigger costume. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might like to see that. I don't. I, I'd be a little weirded out. There. <laughs> okay. Uh, re- repeat the question for Santo. Maybe he right. participate. We're doing the Q and A calls near Santo, and Spanch, uh, you want to know what is an inappropriate costume for a horror character? And uh, John said Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think a killer Jesus would be like uh, would would be appropriate for a horror movie film. No. <laughs> That's like the only thing I can think of that would be like just something that I wouldn't accept. I've already like I've already said, Oh man, Santa Claus is a killer. Heck yeah. Mm, I'm down with that. Though. It worked. <laughs> but uh um uh, you go ahead, Je- uh Neil and uh let Santo think about it for a second. Mm, inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> something that would just so, I don't know if anything would really offend me. I mean we've seen killer clowns. There's, um, that, the Jesus one's hard to top, I have to say. Yeah, Jesus is a tough one to top. Yeah, that's uh, how about a mango? Yeah, because I know, I know there had to be nuns and priests. <laughs> a nun, that, that would be a good movie, Killer Nuns. A Killer Nun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Attacking yeah, the zombie nuns? Well, there was a zombie nun in, a, in the original Dawn of the Dead, I believe. Yeah, and it's a zombie yeah. Harry, uh, mm-hmm. Harry Krishna in the oh, uh, in the gates yeah, of hell. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> the gates of hell. I believe there's like a um, some sort of like scary priest or something other that makes like a girl like throw up her own uh, gallbladder. Oh my god! <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, uh, so they kind of did that one in that movie, Lucio Fulci film. Yeah, we we get some some like some evil like priest every now and then, like yeah. Yeah, and, and Dagon is a cool evil. Yeah, I can't, I can't even say like a killer fetus or something because I think there have been in movies. Probably. <laughs> dead alive? Mm-hmm. Uh, not dead alive. Well, yeah, dead alive. They had dead a alive. Baby. It's alive. It's alive. Yeah. It's alive. It's the baby. The opening of yeah, a Hills Have Eyes too was what I was thinking of. Though. Nah. Yeah, the baby pulls itself out in the opening of Hills of Eyes too. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, I'm, go- I'm going with a fruit. I don't, I don't think that, like a killer fruit would be good. Like a killer mango, the <laughs> food, correct? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. You could have, yeah, you could have a killer a fag. No, yeah. the cigarette, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so hey, I'm, 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 I'm going to roll a derby girl. I'll kill a roller derby girl. I like that. <laughs> I think that would be awesome, actually. That would be good. Yeah. Put, nah, a little, that, put a little blades on the on the, uh, on the the roller blades. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, uh, Ryron, do you, do you, do you have an uh, inappropriate costume for a horror character? It's really hard to top Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Especially if the Jesus were to use the cross. Yeah. 
Man, I'm making this movie. (laughs) I feel like I'm like inadvertently like helping making this film. (laughs) Yeah, you know you are. I just like to say I do not condone it whatsoever. So (laughs) John does not condone uh, killer Jesuses. Yeah, but I'm sure there's something. That's what he says now. But at the premiere, you will deny this movie three times. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll we'll move on. Move on, John. All right, so Sebastian wants to know, if you could pick one horror movie never to have been made, what would it be? If you could t- turn back time and just and, and unmake a movie. And, like, make it again? No, and, like, just, just, no just unmake just it. And, it. And, yeah, just oh, unmake it. Oh, like, you yeah. go back with, like, a sniper rifle and kill everybody who's in production <laughs> with that film? Exactly, exactly. Which would be just a good horror from, movie in itself. Erase it from memory, erase it from time. Okay. Yeah, you're kind of doing like a 1984 kind of deal here. Just the uh, it's it's gone from history, didn't it? It doesn't exist. Let's see. Hmm. hmm. There's a lot out there. It's plenty. <laughs> yeah, it have to be a horror movie. <laughs> it could be a horrible movie. I uh, someone brought up Killer Tomatoes here in the chat room. Maybe Killer Tomatoes 2? Well, that's probably a pretty good movie. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It wouldn't unmake the first one. No, no. Killer Tomatoes, that's a good movie. Oh, I got one. All right. I got one. I, I, I didn't like that much at all. Was the uh was the last Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Oh, yeah, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the beginning? Yeah, that oh, one, yeah. really, I mean, I, it really, I mean, I was, I was looking forward to it. Just the way the previews look, but then after seeing the, it was just it was just hard. You know, it was like a everything was bad on it. Mm. it like, yeah, well, just from that opening, like well, when she gives birth to him, they throw him. Eh, it's it's not a good movie. But I, I think actually probably even a worse movie though would have been uh, the fourth one, uh, the Revenge. With um, <laughs> it's got some big actors in it. Oh, yeah. oh uh, Matthew McConaughey and Renee yeah. Zellweger. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's just that terrible. Pretty new. Yeah, actually, I've got, I actually do have one. Well, actually, I was, think the the uh, releasing of that film was stopped because they were so ashamed of it. They didn't want to release it, and then then Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey became such big names, and they said, "All right, well, we'll release it. <laughs> we can make some money off of it this way." Right. I, I do have one actually, and that would be Blair Witch Project Two because I'm actually. Some people don't like the movie. I really enjoy the first one, and the I second like one I think is just awful. And mm-hmm. it, you know, it. it I mean, it's, it has even nothing to do with the with the yeah, first movie. Pretty much killed it. it so. Yeah. It, go on there. Go on, it, Robert. It, it's the second movie is so funny because the first one with that documentary style and the the college actors was so fresh and so different from horror movies, and the second one tried overwhelmingly to go be like every other horror movie. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a horror movie. Yeah, now, that, that hurt my soul. I'm going to change the question up a little bit, and I'm going right. to say if I could, like, don, like, a ninja outfit and, like, oh, wield the power of, like, a super samurai ninja or something, right. and, like, go back and I could, like, totally just beat down the entire crew that made Jason X... <laughs> the director, I'd leave Kane alone because I think t- Kane would take me. But yeah, even even if you had ninja powers, yeah, everybody else, everybody no, else, I just like to beat the crap out of. Well, except the 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 female leads. I mean, I'll leave them alone. Um, but like like just no, the, the, director, the director, the director and the actor 
The android chick. Yeah, you're yeah, going chop down. Chop her head off, man. Why you that? How no, dare you? No, just... <laughs> How dare you blow up Jason's head? <laughs> An android killed Jason. What in the... Hey, that, hey, that was a hot android, man. <laughs> that was a hot android, but still, she shouldn't be killing right. Jason. I've seen another movie. All right, I know what mine is. Mine's, I'm going back, I'm, I'm hanging the conqueror, going back in the time machine, and I'm stopping the Psycho remake. Oh, yeah. Because ah. that was pointless. It was, it was so bad. Why even bother doing it? Yeah, it's still like we were talking about Halloween earlier. Now, he's actually remaking it or retelling the story, and he's actually trying to do something different. And then uh, this one, they didn't try to do anything different. They just no. they just uh, reshot the movie with new actors in color. I yeah. don't quite understand the, the purpose of that. Uh, I think Swax is also on the line. Do you have something to add here, Swax? Besides sound effects? Jack, why didn't you ask this board my question? What? Ah, well, get out of here, dude. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Uh, Night Rider wants to know who's your favorite actor and why. In a horror movie? I believe so. In a horror movie. Hmm. I don't know. I think you can't go wrong with uh, Peter Cushing's. He's like the perfect oh, Van Helsing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cushing rocks. I love Vincent old, Price. Kicking it old school. Oh, Vincent Price. Yeah, like every movie, it feels like it's not just him acting. It's him tolerating your presence in the theater. <laughs> I love Vincent Price. Price I also love Price. Donald Pleasance in the Halloween movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Made great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Carlos. There you go. Carlos is just king. He just, he just owned me. Yeah, um, Santo. Oh man, y'all just named all the good ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, say, I, I got, I gotta go with the Count, the original, the old Count, the Lugosi. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh okay, yeah. I mean, uh, I love White Zombies, the movie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie. I mean, that was one that, you know, that I put on one time, one day it was on, and I was like, I don't know, you know, I checked that out, and I loved it, man. But that was one movie that I like to see a, re- like a remake of. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be a cool movie to remake. Yeah, I no problem with the remake movie, you know, that's that was, you know, so long ago. Mm-hmm. It's weird with, you know, <laughs> well, I'm not I need to do it. Yeah, he could, <laughs> he'd be the perfect guy to do it. Um, I'll, I'll go a little newer since everybody's picking you know, the classics. I'll say Lance Hendrickson. I think that's cool uh, yeah, I think that yeah. he's just always great and everything. Oh yeah, he, he's uh, just a craggy guy. Like him. Eh, Pumpkinhead's a very underrated uh, horror movie. That's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the sequels they kind of let down, but the original uh, Pumpkinhead that's uh, that's kind of a hidden gem. I know some people, a lot of people probably know it, but uh, it's you know not not as big as a lot of films. What are you saying, Ryan? I would just uh, give uh, another shout out to a more recent guy in Robert England. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a good pick. I, I think if go. you put Robert England in a movie, you know you're gonna pick up uh, some viewers. Yeah, and you can't think John's pick without Christopher Lee too. You got to go Cushing mm. and Lee, you know. Yeah, nice combo. Like the perfect team right there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we got a uh, shriek your booty. He wants to know. Uh, he says, "I'm not much of a horror movie aficionado. What films can you recommend that are intelligent rather than just slasher cheerleader style flicks?" Hmm, definitely. Uh, I think I had to go with like Psycho. If he hasn't watched Psycho, but yeah, perfect. I think that's kind of a kind of a uh, you know a lot of people right. seen that one. 
Werewolf mm. in the Women's Prison. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I would say uh, the original Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Hmm. This is not really a slasher movie at all. It's not really many people get killed in it, but uh, this is a classic story. Right. I tell you, uh, you know, good one, uh, The Werewolf in London. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one, yeah. That was great. I love that movie because it, it, it's a great blend of comedy and uh, in a yeah. horror movie without with not without being too over the top, you know, towards the uh, comedy. I thought Innocent mm-hmm. Blood was right. the same way, but nobody, you know, like it never got the same reaction. I yeah, I really liked clever. it, too. I know a lot of people did, didn't even like yeah. it at all. Right? The one they made after that that you didn't make. <laughs> oh, American <laughs> Werewolf in France. Yeah, Ferris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not so good. Yeah, we don't want no French. We don't want no Frenchies. We don't want a French werewolf. <laughs> it was kind of bad because my recommendation would be a French film. <laughs> no, what was that? Man bites dog. Oh, see, I've never seen that oh, movie. I'm sorry, Santa. Yeah, I love that movie, man. That movie. <laughs> Y'all never seen it. Yeah, it no, I've, ne- I've never seen Man Bites Dog. Yeah, you need to see it. It's like watching cops in reverse. It's <laughs> <laughs> a killer with a camera crew. Right. Mm-hmm. This uh, this amateur film group gets the chance of a lifetime to film a documentary following a serial killer who guides them through his work. Oh. oh that- like, it's got the blackest of black comedy, and then it's got moments of just pure tension. Uh, it's uh, It's black and white, but it's brilliant film kind of sounds kind of similar to um behind the mask there yeah that's uh that's actually what turned me on to uh rise of leslie vernon Mm -hmm. that's a good movie too i really like that i I heard that they're making a sequel which at first kind of made me excited but then i was like well how can you do a sequel to unless you just kind of do the same movie yeah or you play off of, I guess, maybe horror sequels in it. I don't know. I'd be interested to see it. Well, that first one was so creative that I would give him a shot. Oh, yeah. I don't know. John, did you ever pick that up? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't viewed it yet. It's been sitting on my shelf, and I've been waiting to watch it. But uh, uh, it's definitely an interesting idea. I, I'd like to check it out. I just haven't got around to it yet. Yeah. All right. Yeah, did you have, did anyone else have anything else before we go to the next one? Well, what was the question again? Was it the same that question? That was, yeah. Okay. You know, I, I might, uh, if the person doesn't like the really dumb slashers, maybe take a look at the original Black Christmas and the original Halloween just to see what a good slasher was like before all the camp and the super gore came in. Yeah, because yeah. if you watch Halloween, it's really it's not even a slasher film because there really is barely any blood in it. Yeah, and people just kind of hear it and they just assume that it's just filled with blood, but it's not. Right. Another film that I always liked from back in the days, and I thought it's pretty. It's written by the same man who wrote uh, Psycho, and I thought it was an excellent film, and people should check it out. It's kind of like one of those four part stories kind of thing. Is mm-hmm. uh, Asylum, uh, oh, House yeah, of the good. Crazies. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I think people should check that out because it was a really good film from back in the day. I have to watch it again though because I've kind of forgotten a lot about it, but I remember it being just like awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we got a head cheese. He actually has three questions in there, specific to the to the in your head uh, crew uh, without your head crew here. John, if they make a Castlevania motion picture, who do you Ooh. cast as the lead? 
Actually, I believe they are making a Castlevania motion picture, and uh, they have, um, I don't know who they're casting as the lead in it, but, like, if you're talking about, like, a Simon Belmont kind of, like, character, I think um, it's gone over my head, and I thought about it, and, like, mm, like, Trevor Belmont, I'd say something like a Brad Pitt or something like that, or, like... Really? Yeah, but I can't, like, you know, like, if you look at the art on the front of the uh, box, it looks like some sort of, like, Brad Pitt type, like, with long, flowing hair and stuff. But, like, really, I kind of like the way Simon Belmont looks in uh, uh, Part 2 of Castlevania series. And he kind of has, like, the dark hair and that. And I don't know, I'd have to kind of think about it. But Anyone else have an uh, opinion on that one? Yeah. I don't know, for some reason, I'd really like to see Lance Henriksen in that role, even though, you know, he's old and kind of... Yeah, well, maybe he could play Dracula. <laughs> Dracula? Yeah, who would play Dracula in the Castlevania movie? Uh, I don't know. I've always thought, like, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis might make a good Dracula. Ah, that's a I good one. See that. Ah. All right, Troy, this one's for you. What right. series of films would you most like to see made into a series of horror clicks? Ooh. All right. That's a good question. Um, well, they already have, um, they do a lot of the Lovecraft ones. They, um, yeah, a series of films. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Puppet Master? That would be pretty wild. I think so. It's something to have a lot of, uh, a lot of creatures so you can make a lot of characters. Yeah, that that would probably be good, or a whole full moon like lineup, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely a whole full something moon. Something like that yeah. would be cool. And uh, the one thing he has for me is, what professional wrestler would you like to see Jan Gal feud with on the big screen <laughs> or little screen? That's a good question because you know you could say like Kamala, maybe uh, Jan Gal versus Kamala, but I think that'd be more of a team. I think you'd want yeah. you know a small guy who could play the uh, play the underdog. Yeah, Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio and Gal. Plus, he, mm. yeah, now, I think, now he could be like the modern-day uh, El Santo. Yeah, That's but I right. imagine... Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine Conrad would put his foot down on that one, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> what hey, do he doesn't he like professional wrestlers for whatever reason. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Whatever happened to the original Django? Like the original actor? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We'd have to ask Conrad. I <laughs> well, we'll have, we'll have, we haven't Conrad back in the show sometime before the end of the year, I believe. Because so. we, we have, like, you know, a picture of, of Jangel on the wall to fight, you know, our wrestler? Or, or that would be easier to beat. Yeah, or would it be a guy wrapped up in bandages and Angel, <laughs> or what's, what's the deal? I don't know. Uh, Night Rider also has a Conrad Brooks question. He wants to know, do you think Conrad Brooks wouldn't be as popular if Jan Gow was never made? <laughs> Maybe not as popular on the show. But... Um, yes, Conrad one. Brooks would be just as popular as he was if Jan Gow wasn't made. Um, he was pretty much... He He'd became be, popular be for being... Men. Do what? He'd still be a man among men, no matter what what he did, I believe. Oh, yeah. But, you know, he kind of gained, like, a lot of his fame from the uh, Ed Wood. <laughs> oh, movies. yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I think he would have been, you know, he'd be he'd be doing all right if it wasn't for Jango. Yeah, even even if he didn't make any movies now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I don't know. So, what you got an answer to that, Neil? Um, I don't know. I, like, I don't know if he would have kept make if he would definitely would have made Jack Gal two, three, mm-hmm. and four. In his his modern day uh, films, I think that's gonna that's like his um, you know, basically his uh, his Godfather. Yeah. All right. Do you want to save the rest for uh, next time? Yeah, I think that'd be best to save. You know, close the cauldron. We'll keep some for next week. All right. Next time, whenever we open the Q and A cauldron again. Okay. Sounds good to me. There's a whole bunch here. If anyone wants to add some more, you go over to withoutyourhead.com and you go to the message board. Join up and you can uh, post your own questions and we'll ask them here on the show. No matter how horrifying they are or horrible they are. Well, if they're real horrible, we probably won't ask them. We'll add some horrible ones. What the hell? All right. Ryron Santo, are you guys going to go see Halloween? Going to do what? (laughs) Are you going to go see Halloween? No. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be the adult to take the teenagers. Okay. Oh, okay. I promise them. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I, mean, I listened to uh to the Howard Stern show. I know y'all talk about it. Uh-huh. I listened to Stern from the Monday show. Mm-hmm. And I mean he he really liked it. He, he I mean not, you know, I don't think he was kissing Rob Rob Zombie's ass, but he was talking <laughs> he really enjoyed the movie. He he he, uh, he really talked about enjoying it and then he went on to say Sherry's really hot. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I mean this you know, the the fit stripper scene was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a must-see, so. <laughs> yeah. Goblin, come on. Now, you know, I've noticed Santos called in many times when we've had a guest on. The last two weeks, we've had uh, Sherry Moon on, and we've had Victoria DeMar on tonight, both uh, very nice voices, and he didn't. He called in after they were done. I don't know if... Uh... I was too late, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to really talk to Sherry, man, but the city other girl was new to me. Right. I was feeling out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I was, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was looking at her pictures, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to see that movie. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, that when I saw the video that you sent me in my face, I mean, it was really, uh, like, tripped out. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. I could get, Finish I up I get the name. Wait, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, Werewolf in a Woman's Prison. Uh, Ryron, are you going to be going to see Halloween? No, man. I, I just I can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I can't go see another remake. I can't go see another Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> if you all go see it and you love it, maybe I'll go check it out. You're not a big fan of the other movies, Ryan? No, I, they, they're really pulling teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 gotta be, I, I was I was really nice last week. I didn't call in and you know bash her husband <laughs> stuff. But like, good God, I hated I hated House of a Thousand Corpses, and I like Devil's Rejects better because I had control over the fast forward button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but why is that? Why? Why? Too much elements of other movies. You think? I mean, like I can I can stand some sublimation or some borrowing because you know a lot of the greats do that but i don't like a lot of incessant giggling and emotional torture and physical torture i i've not entertained by watching that 
And it's just a style of the execution that just, uh, they really did not do it for me. But I'm telling you that if this movie's good, if you guys like it, I'll take your recommendation on it. I will say, I thought um, House of a Thousand Corpses, I, I like the movie. Uh, um, the, the last uh, scene is in, is in my bag, but uh, I actually think that um, the second one, Devil's Rejects, is actually a really good movie. And I think you'd like it better if you'd watch it again. Maybe you wouldn't. <laughs> I got to tell you, Mrs. Flea hated both those movies. Yes. Those are two of our leads. Maybe I'll watch it again with Mrs. Flea. Oh, come <laughs> on. Come on, Troy. I want to know, I want to know how you feel. Um, I, I, I love Sid Haig in both movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give Sid you Haig. Sid Haig. I'll he, give you Sid Haig, and if it had been 90 minutes of Sid Haig? Yep. <laughs> it's a very diplomatic answer. <laughs> yep, I thought it, I thought it was too. That would be the same answer I would give if we had Rob Zombie on. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell him that I love Sid Haig in those movies. I think we can all agree that that Rob Zombie videos are good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do right. love Rob Zombie. Yeah, I like his music. I no, know, I'll, I'll say though, I'll say though, I think that uh, <laughs> the House of a Thousand Corpses. I'll say that I thought that was a uh, it. It wasn't a very good movie. I, I didn't enjoy it whatsoever. <laughs> I enjoyed the Sid Haig parts, but I didn't like the yeah. the thing. But, but, but the opening part was just like. I just love like yeah. the whole thing with Sid Hagen. Who who's the other guy? The bald guy that oh, oh, yeah, I've seen him before. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I love that. And uh, then after that it just yeah, went downhill yeah. for me. Now with the Devil's uh, Rejects. The what? Uh, the menu screen on on uh House of the Father <laughs> when, when he yeah. when he comes out there like are you still saying it? You know, he keeps on talking like <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh that was great right there. Oh yeah. Devil's Rejects I actually enjoyed way better than House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm. Uh I thought um I enjoyed a lot of things about that film. I didn't think it was like a perfect film in any respect, but I enjoyed it a lot and I think he's actually improving as a filmmaker. Mm. So I kind of have high hopes for the Halloween uh remake here cuz I think oh, I think I this might be I was hooked on that. Yeah, I think this might be like uh probably one of his best films he's come out with it yet, you know. So I'm curious yeah. to see what happens. And I'm really kind of pumped up for it cuz I want to see a good Halloween movie. I don't want to see Buster Rhymes beating up Michael Myers. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. I, I'm a fan of both both his last movies. I think the first one's the more flawed, but uh, I do enjoy it. Enjoy you know a lot of the aspects of it. I really a big fan actually of Devil's Rejects. My, I've grown to like it a lot. My favorite part of House of a Thousand Corpses was when the guy was working on their car and they're like sitting there just like and they freak out or something, and then that dude just busts in and he's like, "Car done." <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh out loud in the theaters when I saw it. That I was, was like, good. that's the best part. <laughs> now, now, you saw anything about his new other movie, the animated movie? Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm looking forward to that one, too. I'm, I'm, I am, too. I mean, it's, it's, it's Super Bisto? Like, right. It's the Luchadors. Like, I think he's doing, he's probably a fan of the of the Luchador movies, like the Sancho mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, the Haunted <laughs> World of El Super Bisto, I believe it's called. Is, is yeah, it hand-drawn, yeah. or is it um, is it computer? No. It is hand, it, it, no, it's hand-drawn. Oh, nice. You know, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about this movie. You guys mentioned it last week. That was the first thing. Yeah, they got a website for it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
it's you know a lot of directors um you know they they kind of have the same guys in a lot of their movies and Rob Zombie seems to be the same way and it, it's got a lot of uh like I guess the Rob Zombie players are like all the uh, the voices in it. Oh okay. But all I right. think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Check back next week for Mark Borchardt. Uh, another guy I can't pronounce his name. I think it's <laughs> Man, dude, we need to figure out like people's <laughs> names before we start talking. Right, I just look like a total. Yeah, I'm man, look yeah. like a total dumbass here in the show. But <laughs> I'm not any better. If I was trying to pronounce him, it'd be I'd butcher him unto death. And I, I've I've seen American Movie dozens of times. I've seen horror business. I, I've watched American Movie with the with the. Uh, with with Mark doing the uh, the voice of the commentary, <laughs> he says this is Mark Borchardt right at the beginning. I believe that's what he says. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you need like William Smith or something on that, you know? <laughs> we 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 have no problem with William Smith. Yes, yeah. yeah. If, if anybody out there any Smiths want to come on the show, yeah, send us an email. Will Smith, out your head at hotmail dot com. <laughs> Will Smith want to do this show for? I think we're having, he's he's in the new uh, in the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith wow. doing the show <laughs> and no cabeza no cabeza <laughs> keep laughing I'm loading up with you <laughs> oh Scott Goldberg director of Illuminated you're listening to Without Your Head Radio on withoutyourhead.com. Mike, where the hell did you go? You just disappeared on us. Is something wrong?